Hi everyone, welcome to What's It Like with Missy. I have Tina Mesa here who is a graduate, uh, I guess a master's graduate of social work. Um, so Tina, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're planning on doing. So I am, um, I got my MSW, so my master's in social work. I will one day be a therapist. Oh, well, technically I'm already on the track, but um, I need to get licensed and stuff for that. So I have my master's right now and that gives me um, the ability to, you know, do therapy and I've done it with my, through my internships and stuff like that. But um, once I get licensed, I'll have more flexibility with that. Okay, that's pretty cool. And I can't tell you how proud I am of you to pursue this. I know we, I remember when you were a little kid and you were trying to figure out what you want to do. And when you said you were going to go into psychology, I just made perfect sense. Although I still think you should be an actress in Bollywood. Um, but I'm so proud of you for, for looking into this and really committing to it. I'm so proud of you. So what made you want to study mental health? Um, I've always had a, like, uh, interest in it ever since like high school, but, um, of course, like my brown parents were like, you know, you, you'll have this interest, but like, see, like, like try the mental, like try the medical track and like, see if you like it. If you don't, then like you can change. So I tried the medical field for in, in uh, college in undergrad for a, a year and a half and I hated it. <laughs> and so that's when I realized like psychology is for me. And mm -hmm. I think I also knew like, my own characteristics like I like listening to people I like being around people mm -hmm. stuff like that so like I kind of realize and recognize like that's more where I want to go because it's hard as as a person it's hard for me to study and like be interested in something mm -hmm. when like I don't have any interest at all so. yeah that's really I mean as an as a brown girl I know it's really difficult because you want to please your parents and make them happy but then you also have 50 years of your life to look forward to and how do you answer back to that right so I'm really happy that you're going into mental health and especially social work because I think it's so important and um you know I think our community more than ever needs it I think especially our Indian community is so hard to really um, face it and to talk about it. So I'm really glad that you're doing that. Yeah, and I think like, especially as a, like a therapist, like you, like we want other therapists of color, especially because like the, like those cultures tend to minimize mental health and how much it can really affect you mm -hmm. and to have therapists of colors I think really important so that like not only can you like relate to your like the people you're working with but mm -hmm. they'll understand more so but you know so and like, like you know if you tell like I have white friends who are like oh like just talk about it with your parents I'm like no you really can't talk about this with your parents there's certain things that we just don't know how to address and don't know how to really discuss and have a productive conversation about it so you're right. Especially like I was born in India, but if you're coming, Same. if you're a child of immigrants or if you're an immigrant and are growing up in America, like they have no clue what you're going through. And like, you might be dealing with stuff that they have never experienced. So 
That's a really good point because I was also born in India and um, like for me, I didn't understand. I was born in India and when I came to America, you have these two cultures and the only way I could explain it was like, I live in two snow globes, like one snow globe at home and then I live in a bigger snow globe where it's, I see all my American friends doing all these crazy things and hanging out with their friends and boyfriends and I didn't get to do those things. So for me, it was you're living this double life in your own head and in your own home, own home. So it's very difficult. So difficult. And like talking, like, I feel like, especially now, like Indian parents are trying, you know, uh, families of color, I mean, like they're putting in more effort to understand what their kids are going to sit through. Mm-hmm. But like, there's still a lot to like deal with and a lot to address before that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, and I talked about this with my mom in my last podcast um, where she was saying, like, you know, when you're only given a certain amount of education about it, right? Like, my our, our parents probably never grew up with mental health or with therapists and all this stuff that that was never a thing for them. So they can only give what they were given, right? So recognizing that took me a long time. But now I'm okay oh, yeah. with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I feel like it's something that, like, they probably discount more so because they've never had that resource available to them. So, like, it's hard. Like, you understand both sides, but, like, I think making it a point to emphasize how important it could be or how much um, how much it could benefit you is, mm. like... So you said that when you wanted to pursue men, uh, mental health or psychology, you was triggered because of your own mental health. So yeah. what um, what caused that? Um, actually, I didn't really struggle with mental health before I went to grad school. Like, I was very blessed in that sense. Like, I... I didn't really struggle with it. And once I got to grad school, I went to Boston, which is four hours away from home. It mm-hmm. was like undergrad, mm-hmm. like 20 hours away from home. So I, like, I always had my parents like so close to me. And then I got to Boston and like stuff happened and I was in a new place and it's dark in Boston. Like the winters are very long and 2019 was just a hard year. And I start, I realized like I had developed, um, depression and anxiety like all of 20 like first it was depression and then um once I got to this new internship I developed anxiety mm-hmm. like it was just like a lot because like I hadn't dealt with it before all of a sudden like in a year I was dealing with all this um so I really like I think that really helped me realize how much like because I like I was like oh yeah I'm helping people like with their mental health but like I don't think I realized like how much of a benefit it could be until I needed it myself. Yeah, and I'm sure you're probably taking, when you're being a therapist or helping other people, you're taking on their stories and their emotions. And, you know, it's going to make your depression and anxiety much worse, right? So, I mean... Yeah, that's important too because self-care is like such a like a buzzword, but like <laughs> really it's something that we need to consider and uh, as like, you know, clinicians or like people who are helping others mm-hmm. or de- uh, take that on so definitely it definitely added to it i think self-care has been kind of misconstrued now it's like oh well we'll do i, I think face masks are great and all that stuff is beauty is all fun 
but I think it's really about what um what you do with actually getting mental health getting therapist you know discussing it getting group therapy if you need to but really getting the attention that you need to really address the issues that you have yeah um yeah and it's and self-care can be like little things like having a planner if you know you have anxiety like um having a checklist or something like just to make yourself feel better and feel more at ease it's not it's not like face masks and Day or something. <laughs> I mean, it know. could be, but I think that if as long as you're you're discussing and you like, that's a great topic. Like, I struggled a lot with anxiety, struggled a lot with depression, a lot growing up, and trying to navigate that in a place that no one really talked about, or you know, how do you get resources? Like, we would just be like, oh, we'll just pray about it. You'll be fine. Like, everything's gonna be fine. Just pray about it. Um, or you're just having a bad day. It's just. Like, but are we really though? Because this doesn't seem right. So you know, getting therapy was really helpful for me, and yeah. it changed a lot of things for me. And it was I was able to really address a lot of issues that I didn't know I had. So I'm so glad you're doing it. Yeah, and it's just it's like getting like someone's objective perspective. Like mm-hmm. it's when you're going through it, you get clouded by emotions and thoughts and feelings, but like it's like help it helps to have someone who is like not involved to just like give you you know some some kind of perspective about it that can help you um so why do you think like our asian community or our indian community has just tough time discussing it or even you know trying to work among people who have special special needs well um with mental health issues I think, well, like we discussed before, I think it's, they just, it wasn't available, even in America, it wasn't really a thing until, mm-hmm. like, very recently, so, like, just, just not having that exposure, I think, is difficult, like, it's, like, difficult to talk about, and, like, a lot of, like, they, our parents were probably dealing with a lot of things, like, on their own, like, and they didn't really see the need for, you know, a therapist, like, and mm-hmm. they're, like, what? you need it like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that's a, a perspective that they have mm-hmm. but it's like hard to also like bridge that gap because I feel like they also have well, like our community in general has like this like our parents are like their word is uh, like you know the over, Bible <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if they say you don't need it you don't need it but like I think it's changing though I really think people are and like especially parents want damn what their kids are going through and like want to see a change so yeah we had a question come in from joshua j victor he said do you think the, the story will change within the next generation of indian kids what do you think i think so definitely uh, especially because the next generation would be like our kids or like you know people who have probably lived or in this society for longer i think even in india too though mental health is becoming more emphasized and like that need for is like like people are speaking out about it they're celebrities speaking out and you know like um family members are speaking out about it so Mm -hmm. i think i think when you talk about it the better yeah i was i saw a commercial recently where like oh if you know if i had cancer you would be okay with me going getting medical help but if i have mental health issues like it should be normal for me to get get therapy or take medication for it 
you know? So another thing I think is- I was gonna say we, like, like it, could, it should kind of come to a point where we kind of go see a therapist, like, like a doctor's visit, like once a year, like just to check in, like even if you don't think you like just to check in with someone who's more objective. Mm-hmm. I yeah and I think for the future you know as we have more Americanized or westernized Indian kids um, I think it will definitely change because we are more aware like you said and I think that we have a lot more resources and hopefully our gener- our society and our generation moves towards accepting it and recognizing it and offering support for it you know yeah. And I think that, like, the more we bridge that gap between us and our parents or whoever you're trying to seek that support from, um, the more we, like, try to start that conversation, mm-hmm. the later on. Yeah. Um, so how do you think parents should, I, I don't know if they should address it, but how do you think, what, what should parents look for when it comes to depression and anxiety, and how do you think they should... Um, reach out to their children about it um well if you're seeing like signs like if they're more withdrawn mm-hmm. um uh or if um they're if they're usually very talkative and all of a sudden they're not talking if they're um just like in a more a different mood like a different just mindset altogether like I feel like you you'll see it like a lot of times they'll think it's just like you, you being a teenager but it might be something bigger mm-hmm. um, and so I think parents should just look out for or even kids will sometimes even say it like kids will just be like I'm feeling this way mm-hmm. address it and I think parents just have to take what their kid is saying like seriously like mm-hmm. not trying to be like oh it'll go away soon like because it's, it's better to have that preventative measure than like it, be, it go on for too long and then you know it's, it's bigger than you thought yeah and you bring up an interesting point because people always say oh well, they're teenagers they're moody they're going through like hormonal changes so they're very but then they're also like I remember I was very in like depression or anxiety when I was 13 and 14 years old and I wish someone had discussed it with me and were was able to but I mean can't blame them for not for understanding it but I think um you can't just dismiss it anymore as oh well it's just being moody I think if you see a pattern over time then um it's something you should you should address and a lot of times with mental health you'll you'll see like it like affect other parts of lives it'll it'll like it'll you'll see it in like their relationship with their friends if you see that they're like not talking to their friends as much or if their grades in school are kind of you know falling as like and it's not as much as great as they us- usually are mm-hmm. you'll see that pattern and like it it's kind of something that like you kind of have to monitor but it's something like that you like it should be talked about. Like, if you, if you notice it, like, try to start that conversation. And a lot of times, it's the kids themselves that might not want to talk about it. Um, but I think once you start that conversation, they'll be more willing later on to open up. So, like, as a parent, that's what I would recommend. Like, if you notice that change, like, just be like, hey, how are you doing? Um, I've noticed some changes. I just want to make sure that you're okay. If you want support, 
we can, you know, we can try to find help, but, you know, I'm here if you need it. Yeah, I think it really has to be, not that I have any experience, but um, I think it has to be a safe space um, and that allows them to, and also think it's, it's important not to blame themselves. Like, I think parents are like, what did I do wrong? I know that's what happened to my family. It's like, what did they do wrong? But, you know, sometimes it just happens and you just have to deal with it. Um, but allowing them to to speak and say what they need to feel, even if it's uncomfortable and you just have to really face it head on, you know? Yeah, I think that's something that we kind of avoid in our community, like uncomfortability. Like we don't want to address some things that are like strange or uncomfortable for us. But I think the more we like, I think it's helpful, especially when it comes to your kids. Because like if if it builds and builds, like you don't want it to explode one day. Like it's again, it's better to be preventative about it. Yeah, and as and the Indian community, as much as it is good to to be like almost like this frozen nostalgia of our culture and everything that it is for our food and our dresses and stuff i think it was also equal parts bad and very toxic for at least for me it was because it was very competitive and everyone was comparing each other to like stupid stuff and it was everyone had to be like perfect all the time and it's not sustainable especially when you're younger you don't understand like you're putting on this facade that everything is great everything is happy everyone's happy everyone's smart and everyone's rich it's just like (laughs) (laughs) like every family goes through stuff and you know i think like the 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 less we try to put a picture of herself like for everyone to see like for society to like you know judge like the less we try to focus on ourselves and our own mental health in our own lives I think the more happier we'll be because there's always going to be someone that's happier than you or appears to be happier than you you know smarter than you Mm -hmm. richer than you but the more you focus on yourself and how you're doing the like it it takes away a lot of that pressure yeah I think I I realized I was so busy trying to to make the like alternative version of myself look really good for all the aunties and uncles like oh I got these good grades I was in this but I was never really happy inside but I you know I think it's a lot harder for an Indian girl because like everyone is watching you for any little mistake and god forbid you talk to a man or a boy or whatever um and it's like what (laughs) and it's hard because you have like these archaic traditions and then you're around American kids who are doing contemporary things and you're in the middle. It's like, well, who am I? Where do I belong? Yeah, and I think I, I, I think culture is very important. It grounds us and mm-hmm. gives us some structure. Like I think, um, I think it's it can be very beneficial, but like, also try to notice when it's becoming toxic and when you're getting negative thoughts and feelings um because a a lot again with comparisons and with that kind of stuff it can really affect your mental health it can a lot of times it can like deep like decrease your mood it can affect your anxiety increase anxiety so Mm -hmm. when you're noticing that like maybe take a step back and just try not to like you know maybe you shouldn't go to that one party or the one one cottage meeting yeah <laughs> just for your own like sanity and I know a lot of times they'll be like oh, like that's a dumb reason like no like like you're going it's it's 
tradition. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone wants to see you, but it's also like, well, no, because like, <laughs> I just need this for myself, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, when I went to college, I I was so relieved not, not having to go all the time. And then when I came back, I would I would only go if I felt comfortable, if I was in the mood to dress up, I was in the mood to talk to a bunch of aunties and uncles and t- talk about my fat or how I got dark or whatever. You know, you have to like mentally prepare for these things. Um, but I think our community has a lot of growing up to do. And uh, it's going to take some time. It takes time. It also is like the more they learn about it, the more not like the more they're exposed to like studies about mental health and you know um, society itself like, embracing mental health like the easier it'll get. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, again, we can't discount them because that's their experience and that's how they were raised and mental health wasn't a thing like <laughs> back then. Like you know, like yeah. So like and like it's becoming more even now it's becoming more of a thing in American society too. Like now therapy is like um, what do you call it? It's like recommend. It's like a like, cool thing to do now. It's yeah. trendy. <laughs> like care yourself is a good thing. Um, one before, like even Americans thought it was kind of, you know, oh, you need therapy. Like you can't fix it yourself. Like Yeah. And you know what? You know how America's, like, India's like 50 years behind America usually? Like hopefully in like 20, 30 years, India will be like the trendy thing to do is get therapy. Yeah, I think I see it already in like a lot of metropolitan areas, but definitely like, like soon. I'm hoping, hopefully soon, um, we'll get there in India too. So I have a couple more questions that came in. So, what role does faith play in the cultural dynamic? Um. Well, faith honestly is a very personal experience. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can be really helpful when mm-hmm. you're going stuff like depression, anxiety. It gives you um, hope and it gives you something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're in a dark time, there's always, you can always go to like your religious text to give you that, you know, sense of there's someone looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it, it's, it's a huge part of society. I think you, um, but it's also very personal. I think as a whole, like American society tries not to put so much emphasis on faith and stuff, but um, if it's important to you, it can be really helpful. Um, in your mental health journey and I highly recommend it or if you're not if you don't believe in a higher power um try to find a source of hope in your life um Mm -hmm. it could be um yeah so that's that's because um I think that's really what we try to encourage is try to find something that like that's bigger than yourself and that'll give you that like that strength that you need to move on and push forward yeah I think sometimes culture and faith should not intermingle like they they can. Because sometimes like, it's hard because you might not like your culture, but it doesn't mean you don't like your faith. You know, like for me, I went to Christian school after, after I went to Christian college, but learning about faith on my own terms was great. But having it, it was like always commingled with my culture. And sometimes I didn't like my culture. I didn't like that I had strict parents or whatever. So it made me resent my my faith so i think you have to have two different avenues sometimes 
And sometimes it's it it gets a little complicated when they're when they're commingled. Oh, definitely. I think also we had a very unique experience in that like <laughs> like not a lot of people do Indian thing Indian Christian things like almost it's very day. unique. Now, yeah, very like usually they go to church sermon and like and with us it's like our culture and our religion were very intertwined. Like it was so it it was hard to like leave <laughs> yeah. like um but i i do think if you find yourself if you find yourself getting pressured by it if, mm-hmm. if it's not helping you then like maybe take a step back try to make it more personal like try to not the cult like the church was supposed to be something to that people found support in mm-hmm. because you have to relate with with other groups of people um but if if you find that like that pressure is getting to you then like maybe try to make it more personal and like ha- try to find your own journey with, you know, a spiritual being, whether it be God or, you know. Yeah. You bring up a really good point because, um, church is supposed to be like a safe comfort place. And then sometimes culture becomes like a competitive place where you're like constantly competing to be normal and be rich and be ex- like, you know, all together all the time. So having those kind of opposing areas of, of life, commingled it gets really hard because like i have to compete and look good and like be proud and whatever and then i also have to be feel comfortable and safe and sometimes you you miss out on one or the other yeah you're never going to be perfect especially when they're commingling like that Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah i definitely think if you're struggling with your faith i wouldn't like i would i wouldn't discount it i would just say try to make it more personal and try to find that Mm -hmm. relationship um, a spiritual being god you know mm-hmm. and, and try not to make it about that community try to make it about yourself yeah that's true i think that's what helped me too because i struggled with my faith too, um especially in undergrad mm-hmm. i recognize that it's more about my relationship with god than and it's not like i, I shouldn't be worried about what other people are trying to say about yeah. mine it's my journey he knows what I'm doing so I can answer to him so that's good that's a good point um I have another question from one of our viewers um how do you convince a parent that mental health is a real science um I think if you're if you come to them with you know and try to practice it with listen I'm this is coming from a place of I am struggling right now a bit with you know what I'm going through and I need support and I just think you know a clinician would be more helpful I just think I need more a more objective space rather than like you won't be able to help me because I think when you discount their role in your life like Mm -hmm. that might affect them or that might turn them off to perhaps mental health but you know saying one thing that could help me and one thing that you could do for me is try to help me find someone that could like a mental health professional or mm-hmm. and and if any if you can't like afford a mental health professional like maybe try to find resources online there are a ton of different like websites and stuff that do talk about mental health and give you tips on mental health so if you can't afford it um right now try to implement those things and try to make so like try not to discount their role in your life mm-hmm. um try to include them in it kind of mm-hmm. especially in the community they want to know your parents want to be on with you like 
So <laughs> you want to know what's wrong? They do. <laughs> I think Indian parents generally they may not understand, but I think if you give them enough credit, they will come around and they will, um, you know, take your time and get used to it and understand what you're going through. Because I'm sure they've had those experiences too, but they may just never have a label for it. Exactly, and uh, just be just trying to say like. Uh, look, I'm going through something right now. I think it'd be best if I went to a professional because, like, I could tell you about it, but you probably would have the same feedback. Yeah. But I I also think, like, with kids, especially, they don't want to worry their parents. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't want to freak them out or they don't want to tell them that they're going through something. Um, But it's also, like, trying to, like, it's, like, finding that balance between, like, I need help, but I'm fi- I'll be fine. Like, don't worry. I'm not worried. Yeah. Yeah. So my last question for you is, which I can't believe it's been a half an hour already, um, is what do you plan to do to make, with using your degree and what you want to do in the future with starting your own clinic or um, therapy clinic, I guess, um, is what do you plan to do for our community? So I definitely want to like that's my goal like later on mm-hmm. um to practice but just working in our community um trying to encourage people to um through you know social media or through just talking to people about it um i want it to be a more open conversation especially in our community um mm-hmm. Uh, so like telling people, Hey, I go to therapy. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm literally I'm, I'm like a, a, a therapist, or, like, you know, but I still, I have, I have to go or else I wouldn't be normal or wouldn't be able to function. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, right. So I, I think just making it a more open conversation is my goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just encouraging people if, if like aunties and uncles sometimes do come up to me, and they're like, like, you know, my kid is going through this, like, do you think there could help? And I always try to encourage them and say, yeah, like, and try to dispel any, um, any, like, negative or, like, anxious thoughts they might have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, that's what I'll try to do, like, going forward. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I'll just try to make it less of a stigma in our community, I think. I think I could even see you doing, like, like workshops or like even like group therapy for like Indian parents who maybe have their own trauma or their own emotional issues um, or they have trouble connecting with their teenager or or, um, children about certain things. I think it would be so beneficial. Yeah, I think, I think that's a great idea. Um, I'm, I, I actually haven't really heard of many like, specific like many groups like specific to like the indian community so mm-hmm. i think that's, that's like really cool you should look into it thanks for giving me that idea <laughs> no i really think especially now like it might be hard for like even just like indian moms right they're struggling with like a lot of things you know i think having a safe place for them to talk i know lots of moms who are going through individual issues but women and i know similar issues but they'll never talk to each other because they're too afraid like oh everything's fine everything's fine but having maybe a safe place where everyone explains that i'm going through the same thing that you're going through i think it really would help i think so too and like even my mom has said like maybe as a family we should go to therapy like 
it's not like we're going through anything substantial like that's like um negative right now but like just in general just to like Mm -hmm. air out anything it would be helpful so like you never know like what comes out like sometimes your your things you never even faced can come out in different habits and different actions that you do and you don't until you address it or you like look into like oh that's why i do what i do you know and even in your family you might not notice that someone's going through something until they speak out about it like Mm -hmm. i don't think my like parents or sisters knew that i I went through depression anxiety until today so Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's it's something (laughs) like needs to be spoken about and like you know we 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 have to talk about it and it's it's easier for us to like deal with it on our own because we don't want to freak them out Mm -hmm. but it's also I feel like we also will get that sense of support if they do know. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, Tina, thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate you. Thank uh, you. It was so great to hear from your story and what you're going to do. I know you're going to be so great in the mental health field, especially for our Asian people. So thank you again for coming and talking about it. Thanks for having me. And like, this was so much fun. And I think this is a great, like series that you're doing like I feel like I'm learning a lot from the different professions so like thank you for that and we'll definitely talk soon (laughs) yes anytime okay take care bye bye